You all ready for some B-I-B-L-E? Okay, thank you, Jesus, because I know I am. So, Father, have your way today with your servant, Lord. My oracles now belong to you, Father. Speak, Lord. Speak through your servant, Lord. Not my will, but your will be done in our life. I must decrease now, right now, so you can increase, Lord. Feed your people, Lord. Give us this day, Father, our daily bread. And I ask that you also forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. If we're holding art against anybody right now for anything, we release it to you. You said cast our cares onto you because you care for us. So we're forgiving anybody and everybody who did anything to us, just like you did on that cross when you said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And they was killing you. We have no right to hold nothing against anybody. Oh, I'm trying to show you how to get blessed in this prayer, saints. <laughs> you get blessed when you release, release all those issues to the Lord and don't hold anything against anybody. See, when you forgive them, then God can forgive you. Amen. That's how it works. So we forgive them, Lord. We thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for all that you're doing in our lives, Father. We pray for ourselves and our children and our children's children, Lord. Thanking you for your word that you say you will bless us to a thousand generations. Oh, I believe every word you say, Lord, because you cannot lie. And if I forget it, you wrote it down for me. You have it in writing. Thank you, Lord. The world got that much sense. You tell them something, they say, do you have it in writing? If you don't have it in writing, they may not honor it. Well, God wrote his word down for us. This is what I'm going to do. Amen. He has to do it. He's bound to his own word. He swore by it. And then when he swore by it, he didn't have nothing greater than himself, so he just swore by himself. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we stand on this, Lord. You have to do it because you said it. Everything that you say, you say, when it go out, it will not return back to me void, but it must do what I sent it out to do. So we thank you. We stand on your word today, Lord. And that's what I want to talk about today. God's word, because the Lord has been constantly dealing with me about his word. It's a must that we get his word out, saints, that we share his word. The most important thing in our lives, saints, is God's word. Amen. That's the most important thing we have. All anyone needs is a word from the Lord. Wasn't that our message last week? And I'm saying that this is a series. God is constantly pouring revelation out about his word. Why is all a person need a word from God? Because God's word clarifies things. It dignifies. It glorifies. It elevates our lives. Amen. It reproves us, it corrects us, it teaches us, it trains us, it makes us wise. <laughs> God gave his word himself to bring us to perfection. Amen. He, he gave his own life, Jesus, the Christ, the Son of God, which is God, amen, in flesh. He gave his own life. The word, Jesus is the word, the living word. Amen. He gave that for us. All we need is, is Jesus Christ. 
Amen. When I say all we need is a word, Jesus is the word. Amen. <laughs> so as we're about to enter this hybrid way of worship, I want to keep that before us because God continues to show me it's important to get his word out. Amen. Yeah, it's awesome that we can assemble together because we can love one another. We can love on one another. We can touch one another. We can encourage one another. But the most important thing is the word of God and the faith that we have. Amen. Faith is so important. And how do you get faith? Everybody got a measure of faith, right? But how do we, faith, if, if it's so important in our lives, because without it, it's impossible to please God, right? So how do we get faith? By hearing the word of God. The scripture says, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So, you know, we want great faith. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But even if you just got a little tiny bit of faith, the scriptures say if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. <laughs> Is that what it says? I want awesome faith. I want great faith, though. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So all anyone needs is a word from the Lord, saints. He's just continuing to show me this. See, Jesus is the word of God, right? And, you know, our goal is to get this word throughout the whole world. Because that's what the scriptures say. It says the word has to be preached throughout the whole world. When Jesus was telling them all the signs, everything that's going to happen in the end days. And then he said this final thing. My word must be preached throughout the whole world. And then the end will come. That's what the scripture says. Amen. And he just didn't stay in one place. Jesus just didn't stay in one. He went from what? City to city to city. That's what we got to do. And we can do that today through this awesome social media that we have. Amen. We got to reach and we got to reach our, our youth, saints of God. And where are they? They're online. Everybody is online. Amen. Everybody wants to do everything today online. Amen. That's why Amazon is so popular. Huh? They're getting groceries online. You order your rides. If with a ride share, they got what? Lyft and Uber, all that's online. Brick and mortar buildings are being minimized. Amen. Look at the workplace. People are working from home. Companies are saving a mint with all this extravagant building rentals that they have. Carlton just told me yesterday he hadn't been to his job in two years, just been working remotely. Huh, they can downsize, get rid of them buildings and save a lot of money. Because why? Employees are working effectively remotely from home. Amen. <laughs> it just makes sense. People are not coming out like they used to come out, especially our young folks. So we got to meet them where they are, saints. They are on, they online. They're on social media. They're on blogs. They're in chat rooms. They're on Zoom. That's, that's, the, that's the future. That's what's going on today. Amen. So it's a must that we step up our online presence, saints. So we're going to start next month, April. We're going to do all first Sundays will be in the building so we can touch and, and talk to one another and fellowship and lay hands and all the things that are necessary 
when we're all together and under one roof. And then we're going to Zoom the word the rest of the months because I want the word. I want to line up with the Bible. And it says the word has to go throughout the whole world before this end comes. And we see it, it doesn't look far away based on the violence and the civil unrest we see going on, the wars and the rumors of wars. And they say, look at the weather and the hurricanes and all the other things that these disasters that we see in now, we know it's not far away. But God is merciful. Say amen to that. Aren't we glad of that? He's long-suffering, patient. Oh, I'm glad he waited on me because he doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants us all to come to repentance. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. One word from God, saints, can change the course of your life forever. <laughs> Say amen to that. All you need is a word from the Lord. Now, I'm going to give you the formula. I told you all last week how God is pouring out revelation on sharing his word, getting his word out. And I gave you the formula last week, and I want to share it again. Today we're going to continue this series entitled, All You Need Is a Word from the Lord. Amen? So here comes the word from the Lord. Amen? He speaks to you. He speaks to your heart. Now you got to receive it by faith. <laughs> huh? Which we all have a measure of. We got it from the Lord, right? It says, he gave us all a measure of faith. Now, the faith that we receive God's word with produces a corresponding action. Say amen to that. In other words, we can see the work produced by the faith. And the scripture says faith without works, come on, is dead. It doesn't mean anything. Amen. If you know the Lord spoke to you, he pointed you at something. He gave you a, a direction. He, he, and when the Lord speaks, he just don't speak to be heard. He speaks to be obeyed. Amen. So he pointed you at something. And if you don't react on it or act on it, it's not going to do anything. Huh? Faith without works is dead. But sometimes that gets really confusing. And I want to try to clear it up a little bit today when it comes to salvation. Amen. Because the works you do, just that proves your faith. But your works don't save you. Some people think, I could be so good, I'm going to work my way into heaven. You can forget about that. <laughs> You're not going to work your way into heaven. Amen? <laughs> because, see, sin is, is that sin and death thing, you know, which we don't, no longer live under, thank God. But, you know, it, it, you, you, we needed that Savior. Amen? We, we couldn't be good enough to work our way into heaven. Because the Bible says, if you, if you broke one law, guess how many you broke? All of them. Amen. So, so for the people to just, could, just think, hey, you know what? I could be so good. I'm, I'm, I can do it. You're not working your way into heaven. Amen. And this is where it gets confusing because you you're not getting there by works. Your works cannot save you. And because you accomplish such great things being obedient to the word of God, you want all the credit. Amen. But God truly gets the credit because the word is the form. The word you were obedient to came from him. But you think it's you. Amen. But it's actually, in all actuality, it's Christ in you. Amen. So that's why we always say, 
to God be the glory. You know, I look at all the marvelous things that God has done in my life. Me being in front of you, what a miracle. But it's to God be all the glory. I cannot glory in myself. Amen. So again, concerning salvation, you can't work your way into heaven. Let, now, let me, I'm going to show it to you clearly in the word of God. If you, if you all will, follow me quickly to Ephesians chapter 2. We know faith without works is dead. Works is a, uh, is a uh, byproduct or a result of your faith. But that's not what saves you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But that proves that you do believe it. See, what, you do, what God speaks to you and you go and do it, that proves you really believe it. You have faith. Amen. Ephesians 2, look at verse 1. It says, and you have, and you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Who is that, saints? All of us, right? God quickened us. He brought us back to life. But without God, what the song said, we lost without him. <laughs> we, without God, you this. Dead in trespasses and sins. That's where you are. Amen. <laughs> Look at verse 2. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's all of us. We were once controlled by Satan and this world system. Amen. That's what the scripture is telling us. The same spirit is now controlling people who we need to talk to. That's why we got to talk to them. Because this spirit, that, that spirit of disobedience, amen, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, uh, the spirit that's now working in the children of disobedience is still working in the children of the ones that are disobedient. They don't want to hear this word of God. They got it all figured out. They want to do what they sell. They don't realize we're lost without God. They don't realize that. Amen. They think I could do this without you. You're optional. And I'm not, you're not going to be one of the options I choose. No, God is not optional. He's a necessity. He's very necessary in all of our lives. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 3. It says, among whom also we all had, had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh, and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. See, it's explaining, it's showing us where he brought us from. So we can, you know what that does for me? It lets me know they are reachable. They are approachable. We once was them. This scripture is clearly showing you all was just like this. The children of disobedience. That's how you all once walked. But then we found out. But God, everybody say amen to that. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. That's what the next verse says. Look at verse 4. Now, what was that on verse 3? Did I do verse 3? Did I? Okay, let's do verse 4. It says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, where, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. See, all the good works we do are beneficial, but they just don't save us. Amen. Works prove our faith in God. 
but we are saved by grace through faith. Amen. Look at verse 6. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. See, I want you all to catch that revelation right there. Because God saved us, we will all sit together in heavenly places. And it's not speaking of this building either. But it's describing our position in Christ Jesus. We are all sitting together in him. We are the body of Christ. Amen. No matter what your location is, you may sit over there, you may sit over there, you may sit. But if you're in Christ, we're all sitting together in heavenly places. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 7. It says, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Oh, we certainly brag on God's rich grace and kindness, don't we? He died for us. Amen. So we can live abundant lives. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I love that. That says it all right there. Look at verse 8. For by grace are ye saved. How? Through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. See, that's the punchline right there. That's what I want y'all to see. Huh? We say by grace through faith. Amen. Not anything you can do. <laughs> it's a free gift. Oh, we got to tell them that. They act like they got to do something. You don't have to do nothing. Amen. <laughs> it's a free gift. But when God began to speak to you, he gave you a measure of faith. Now you're going to act accordingly. See, without Christ, without receiving Christ, saints of God, the word of God is like Chinese. <laughs> you don't understand. If you, if you don't speak Chinese, you're not going to understand what they're saying to you. If you don't re receive Christ, you're not going to understand what he's saying to you. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So let me read 8 and 9 together. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and not, that, and not of yourselves, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Can any of us brag in here? Nope. We say by grace through faith. Huh? It's a gift that God gave us. So again, I say, saints, works prove your faith in God. But we are all saved by grace through faith. It's a gift straight from the Lord. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Ooh, Lord, I'm, I'm thankful. See, this is a word we got to get to, a, to, to the people. Amen. This is the word we have to spread, saints of God. See, people think they really got to do a certain thing or be a certain way. But really, all that's needed is faith in God. A word from the Lord. Amen. Again, works prove faith but cannot save you. Faithful people have corresponding works to prove their faith. Amen. Faith is an action word like love. Huh? God said he loved us, but he did, he did more than just say it, didn't he? <laughs> uh, he, he? He said God so loved us that he, 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 he gave his only son, begotten son. That's an action word. He just didn't say I love you. Huh? Faith is an action word too. Huh? You can see a person's faith, amen, by their actions. Say amen to that. See, and look, James shows what that looks like so perfect. Let's look at this, that scripture. Can we looked at it last week. 
But I want to look at it again with you. I'll turn to James chapter 2. James did this one up perfectly. Hallelujah, Lord. We know faith without works is dead. And your works prove your faith. Amen. You can say anything. Oh, I'm faithful. I'm faithful. Well, you got, well, well your works should show us that. Amen. I'm faithful. <laughs> Look at verse 14. It says, what doeth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? Oh, here got a question, right? But see, what James is talking about right here is that talking kind of faith. See, this kind of faith cannot save you. We say by grace through faith, but James is asking the question, can, because you say you faithful, can that save you? That's what James is asking. You said it, but will that save you? <laughs> what does the other scripture say? Faith without works is dead. If you say you faithful, then it should be some works that correspond with that that we can see. Amen. <laughs> Again, I used that bad worldly uh, uh, example last week. Men talking about, they, I'm rich, I'm rich, I got all this money. and I, But if we don't see nothing, we don't believe that. <laughs> he's, just, he's just talking. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So James is asking that question, can that kind of faith save you? <laughs> Hallelujah. You got to prove your faith with work, saints. God whom gave you the word may ask you to prove it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say to God, God might say, you know, well, Lord, I've been so faithful. I'm, what if he say prove it? Notice what James is saying here. What does it profit a man who says I have faith? That's what the scripture is saying. But he doesn't have any works to prove it. Amen. Remember, saints, faith produces a corresponding action. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. What is he getting out of those words? That's what James really is saying. Nothing. That's why James says, can that kind of faith save him? Must be different kinds. It must be a kind to do this. Because he said, can that kind of faith? Amen. <laughs> Does it produce and bring forth anything? That's his question. That's my question, too. Saving faith is not void of it active obedience say amen to that saints faith is not void of obedience saints of god we are saved by faith and faith alone but if we are saved we will have works showing our faith that's all the scripture is saying the works are manifestations of our faith amen look at 17 go down to verse 17 it says even so faith if it hath not works what saints is dead being by itself. Just faith that has nothing, you can't prove it. <laughs> it's dead. Just trying to show you today, saints, that hearing God's word increases faith. But you must also act on it. You know, it, 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 it's a scripture that says, don't just let me be a hearer of the word. Come on. But a doer also. You want to hear it and do it. Faith, if it has not works, is dead alone, saints. By doing nothing, you disable the word. Amen. 
And there's something else that disables the world too. You know what that is? Unbelief. You just don't believe it. God said it, but nah, I don't believe that. Amen. It's just that, that piece, whatever he said to you is not going to work in your life if you don't believe it. Amen. Jesus in his own hometown, Jesus of Nazareth, said in his own hometown, he couldn't do, he could do very little. Now he's going all around the world, healing the sick, giving sight to the blind, raising the dead, all of that. But in his own hometown, he could do nothing. Very little. It says he did a few little miracles. That's it. Why? Because they didn't believe it. It disables the word when you don't believe it. And when you don't act on it, it's dead. Look at verse 18. Look how he, James finished this. It says, Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. <laughs> show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. See, this is where the rubber meets the road. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. James is saying to the man who says he has faith, Show it to me without your works. Let me see what that looks like. Amen. It's hard to prove faith without corresponding works, saints. Then James, after he shows him all his faith without any works behind it, James is saying then, okay, well, I'm going to show you my faith backed up by my works. <laughs> and I love that example right there. See, if you want to shut somebody up when they're talking about or questioning your faith, just show them your works. Amen. <laughs> and I love this. I gave you all this example. I'm going to give it again because it's so good. <laughs> I enjoy playing golf. I enjoy it to the fullest. Can play it every day. Amen. <laughs> but then here come a word from the Lord. I'm favor. I'm, I'm meeting with the Lord. But Sunday is the perfect golf day to all golfers. Sunday morning. That's a golf day. That's not a worship day, a church day. Amen. That's a golf day. And that's what it was in my life, a straight up golf day. Amen. Then came a word from the Lord. <laughs> well, I asked the Lord, Lord, do I need to be going with, with, with my wife and children to worship? They going to church. They find a church they like and they start going to church. I'm like, uh-uh, I, I don't need to do that. I meet the Lord every day. I'm faithful. I, I have intimate time with personal time with him. I know I don't need to be doing that. But my bold self asked the Lord, do I need to be doing that? <laughs> and he said, you are faithful. You, 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 ever since you promised me that you were going to meet with me, we will have a relationship and all those things. You were going to quit playing games with me. You've been doing it. And I felt good about that. But then he said, what about your wife and what about your children? Then I thought about that. <laughs> well, I don't want to lose another wife. And I don't want to lose another child. So I had to mix with that, that word with some faith. and Start going with them. Amen. And I did that up until today. <laughs> that was almost 14 years ago. Amen. Faith without works is dead. Had I not just obeyed, all we need is what? A word from the Lord. Had I not obeyed that word, I would be standing in front of you all today. I'd be playing golf. <laughs> Sunday is a golf day. Amen. But I obeyed the word of the Lord. I was faithful and I sat under the pastor there for seven years. 
See, faith without works is dead. I'm showing you the works. So when you say, oh, you golfer, how could you be faithful? How could you? I'm showing you the works. Huh? I've sat on the pastor Brian for seven years. Going to all the, all the worship services, all the Bible studies, all the prayer services. Then I begin, he begin to ask me to speak. And then, I mean, then it's just so many things came out of obeying one word. To, what about your wife and what about your children? Oh, Lord, I got it now. My priorities were screwed up. See, God, it's not that God don't want you to enjoy the things that you like to enjoy. But don't screw up the priorities and put that before God. Don't put nothing before God. And you'll be just fine. Amen. Huh? At worship time, you need to be here. Everybody who, who's a member at worship time, unless they had a catastrophe, they should be here. Elder Vic got it right. Elder Vic told me the other day in the car. He said, I don't understand, Pastor, how all these hours and all these blessings that the Lord lay on us, and we don't have two hours to sit before him? He said, I just don't get that. And you know what I said? I don't either. I don't understand that. Amen. <laughs> I once did, <laughs> but now I just don't get it. You only got two hours. All the hours, all the blessings. Huh? And we just do this for two hours. We're gone. We're just increasing our faith. We're encouraging each other. We do. It just happens for two hours. But the priorities are screwed up. See, I fixed mine in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, I, how did I do that? By faith. I just believed the word. He spoke that. He said, what about this, though? Okay, you got all that going. Yep, yep, you did say you was going to do this. But what about this piece right here? And then he named the most important piece in my life. What about your wife and what about your, your, your children? What about them? And I, and I took that word and mixed it with faith. And I'm showing you right now the corresponding result. Oh, he took that far. The Lord took that bill because I had no idea we was going to be doing this, Lord. Uh, you can't see it, but God got a plan he prepared for you before the foundation of the world. But you need that word from the Lord. You need to get that so you can get into that place. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We're lost without him, saints of God. Please know that. Hallelujah, Lord. The only possible evidence of true faith his works. Amen. I, sh I showed you all one of mine. Now let me show you a couple more that's in the Bible. Amen. Like uh, Noah. <laughs> Noah, God told Noah, build an ark. Oh, it took some faith to do that. Because it's going to rain. Nobody ever saw rain. Um, Noah, I know you had to be saying, do what, Lord? Build an ark. You can flood the world, the earth, and, and they had never even seen rain. All they knew was dew. It said a little morning dew would come up in the morning, but they never had saw it rain. <laughs> Faithful Abraham, just get out, of your, get out of your parents' house. Get out of there. He didn't know where he was going. Go to a country, I'll let you know later. He just had to go. Amen. <laughs> I'm showing you some people's works other than mine. <laughs> No, I mean, it goes on and on in the Bible. Amen. Rahab. What's Rahab? A harlot. But she used faith to, get, to, to help them get out of that country. 
Amen. Faith without works is dead, but faith with works is powerful. Amen. Let me show you something in Psalms real quick. Turn to Psalm 62. Let's wrap this up, saints of God. Because I am thoroughly convinced that all anybody needs is a word from the Lord. And I'm anxious to spread his word around the world. Amen. That's what I want to do. That's my assignment. Get this word around. If they could just hear it, faith come by hearing. And we're not going to force them to come in here to hear it either. We're just going to let you. are going to step our social media up. We're going to step up our Zoom server. We're going to step up everything to get this word out. YouTube, everything. We got to make that shift, saints. Make the shift because the end result it will be awesome. You know, the end result is getting that word, and all they need is a word from the Lord. Psalm 62, you are looking at verse 7. It says, my salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. So faith without works is dead. But when it comes to salvation, <laughs> that depends on God. It don't, it don't depend on your works. Amen. Although you say by grace through faith, and them works prove your faith. But it depends on God. He's the rock. He's our strength, our refuge. Huh? Everything we need is in God. Say amen to that. Everything we need is in Christ, saints of God. That's why we never lose battles anymore. It's a win-win situation in Christ. Whether you up or down, you're winning. If you're in Christ, you're winning. Amen. It's just that simple. We're saved by grace through faith and not of ourselves. And it all goes back to God. God in his word. All we need is a word from God mixed with faith and it, will be, and it will produce a corresponding result. That's the formula, saints. Faith without works is dead, but works cannot save you, but it will prove your faith. Amen? Here's a question. I want to see what this is. What would you strive to be, saints? Perfect or faithful? <laughs> the answer is simple. Huh? You can forget about I'm be perfect. You, your perfection is in Christ. Huh? What you got to learn how to do is be faithful. Oh, I'm so, God, I'm so glad God sent me to that church. Pastor Brian had some powerful revelation from the Lord, straight from the Lord. Amen. I really enjoyed being in that place. But what he taught me out of everything was how to be faithful. How to stop being so sloppy with God. Oh, I'll come to you whenever I want to come. Oh, I ain't going this week. Oh, out of prayer service, I'm tired. I'll wake up and pray later. Don't be like that with the Lord. It's just a little time. Be faithful. Oh, that's some powerful thing that the Lord put in you. You want to work that thing. Faith without works is dead. Amen. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I want to be perfect. No, I want to be faithful. It's a record. I think Marvin Sapp made it. He said, I haven't been perfect, but I sure enough been faithful. <laughs> he got it. You want to be faithful. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Our perfection is in Christ, saints. Always work on being faithful. See, when it's time to spend with the Lord, spend that time. Don't let other things come before him. 
try not to share God, too, with television and other distractions. You know, I try to get rid of all them distractions when I'm with the Lord. I don't want it. I don't want my phone to ring. I don't want to get a text. I don't want to do none of that. I'm not sharing God. I want his undivided attention, and I'm going to give him mine and make sure I get it. Amen. I don't want to miss nothing. We're talking about the one who created everything in the whole world. Thanks to God. I don't want to miss what he got to say. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You got to spend intimate, personal time with him. Our faith with God is crucial. Without it, it's impossible to please him. Saints of God, our faith starts with God and it ends with God. Say amen to that. Amen. The beginning and the end of our faith comes from God. We're going to look at that and we're going to close this part of this series today. Turn to Hebrews, Hebrew, Hebrews chapter 12. Oh, we on this faith series and it's all about the word of God. Amen. All we need is a word from the Lord. I'm convinced of that. And I want to get the word out. And then I want to see people mix the word with faith. And it changed their life forever like it did mine. I know it works because it worked on me. It changed my life forever. Ooh, I, just, I often wonder, but I really don't. What would have happened had I not been faithful to that word? What would have happened? Where would I be? I know where I'm at now, and I love it. Say amen to that. I know where I'm at right now, and I love it. But where would I be had I not obeyed the Lord? Oh, I think about that. I don't know. I do know this, though. You know, because I always used to think like this, too, saints. Uh, uh, you know, because we can we dream, and we can say, well, I could have did this. I could have been this. I could have done whatever. If you're in the Lord today, if you're in Jesus Christ, you're good. I don't care what you think you could have done. Amen. Because what you could have done, all them dreams and all this other stuff that you're coming up with, and you wasn't in Christ, that don't mean a thing. We're lost without him. But so whatever you did, today you're in Christ, you're good. Say amen to that. <laughs> Please get that in your spirit. I don't know, this could have happened in my life and that could have happened and maybe I could have had a trillion dollars, but would I be in Christ? I don't know. I know I am today. <laughs> I could have a trillion dollars. That don't mean a thing without the Lord. Amen. The definition of success to the world is how much money you got, okay? How much you possess, all those, that foolishness. But the definition for success in in the kingdom is finding out from the Lord what his will is for your life and doing it. Now you're successful. Amen. All that other stuff don't mean a thing. Amen. I'm saying our faith starts with God and it ends with God. Let's look at that. Turn to Hebrew, Hebrews chapter 12 and look at verse 1. Here we go. It says, wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth easily beset us. That's why we can't be perfect. Because we got to lay that weight aside and sin so easily besets us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. That's the plan of God. That's what we want to run. We want to be patient running God's plan in our life. Amen. 
well, it's not turning out right. Or this might, it just seemed like, and I know I'm in the Lord. Be patient. Sometimes things are such a mess, it takes him a minute to fix it all up. But I'm a living witness. He can fix it all up. Amen. He can make you perfect. That's when you get perfect in him. You're not going to find perfection in yourself. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. See, God laid out that plan for our life before he created the world. And many people are watching you. That's what this scripture is saying. We are also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. And they watch you when you're in Christ. Amen. How do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with sin? See, this scripture is saying work God's plan with patience. That's what it's saying. Amen. Let them see you praise the Lord at everything. Amen. <laughs> Uncle Kendall told me his son, KJ, he don't make a move without the Lord. What you say to that? Amen again. <laughs> Amen. That's how you do it, KJ. Huh? Uh, wait for your instruction. Then make the move. Faith without works is dead. Oh, he said he wait for the instruction. Then he go to work. Oh, man. That's the formula. Amen. Wait for the instruction. He goes, all you need is a word from the Lord. That's what, that's what KJ is saying. I wait for to get a word from the Lord. Then I move. Oh, man, you got it. He got, I can't wait to see him. <laughs> Lay hands in fellowship and have a good time with him. Oh, I know we're going to have some conversations. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. He is awesome young man. He really is. I always listened. You know, when I ministered before, I would watch him, and he would just be listening. He was getting into his spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we need to reach all our youth like that. Imagine that. Imagine if we can reach our youth with what KJ got. I ain't going to make a move until the Lord tell me what. I, I ain't moving on my own anymore. Woo, if we can get that in their spirit. Oh, my God. Talking about a different world. That's a real different world. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So I'm saying all that begins and ends with God, right? All right, let me get to the punchline. Look at verse 2. It says, looking unto Jesus. That's what he's doing. Looking unto Jesus. The who? So that means he began it. I said at the beginning and end, the author and who? He put it together for he authored what you're about to do, and he's going to finish it for you. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Say hallelujah to that, saints. Who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Oh, he paid a heavy price to do that for us. <laughs> he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Oh, listen to that, saints of God. Our faith started with God, and it ends with him. Say amen. See, he authored it. He started it from the beginning. And he also finishes it. Amen. He completes his work in you. Amen. Say to God, God started a work and he's going to complete it in us. That's why it's not about you. If we can just figure that piece. But I did this great thing. And I get that to God be all the glory. Say amen to that. Oh, you got to learn that saying right there. But, but Rudy, but see, how'd you do? How, to God be the glory. Amen. Please don't look at me. I might mess up tomorrow. I'm pointing you at Jesus. Amen. Not me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the day, Lord. Thank you for your word. That's all we need is a word from you, Father. And you come every time and talk to us, Lord. It says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let the word be established, Lord. I say, where two or three gather together, you are in our midst. Let me see, is God here? Oh, yeah, he's here. <laughs> it don't take but two or three. Amen. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. And we don't want you to just be here, Lord. Huh? We don't want to just be hearers only, Lord, but we want to do doers. We want to be doers. And we don't want you to just sit in on us, Lord, but we want you to do, Father. So we're going to start our prayer right now, saints. If you, if you, need, if you know somebody we need to pray for, please reveal it now.